Breaking news, according to Jaden. What you got over there? All right. My friends at the Houston Chronicle are reporting. Oh, no. Deshaun Watson. The Texans and the Dolphins have agreed on trade terms for Watson, but the Dolphins want his legal issues resolved before consummating (laughs) the deal. Consummating. Consummating. Yeah. Um, And then they also want clarity from Goodell on the suspension length, but they agreed on terms. Wow. So whenever that stuff gets resolved, that's the spot. That's big news. So is that Washington out of the deal or are they still a part of it? It sounds like Washington's out. I don't blame them. Wow. If Miami gives up, like, what is Miami going to give up if it's just them then? I hope it's not, like, any first-rounders. I think it's going to be a couple. Imagine sitting down to talk a trade, and you have to put in there, only if 22 sexual assault claims are fixed, (laughs) then we'll agree to trade. It's wild times in the NFL. He's going to fit in right in Miami. It's a wild city. Those masseuses better watch out. And then in other breaking news... Another quarterback around the league. This is a big one. Probably even more more bigger. <laughs> Joe Flacco. Back to the Jets. Congrats, New York. They have a Super Bowl winning quarterback now? Really sky's the limit? It was just a sixth round, right? Isn't that all they gave up? I think so. Was he just the backup down there in... Where was he? Panthers? Uh, no, Philly. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, because he, <laughs> he almost beat out Hurts for the starting job. That would have been wild. Looking at his stats versus the Bengals. They play Cincinnati this week. That's like a revenge game for him with their time at the Ravens. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably mad. <laughs> yeah. He probably hates Cincinnati. They he probably does. Nine against him. I was looking for that. 11 and 9? Mm-hmm. Cincinnati is. Joe did that always struggle in Cincinnati. Cincinnati. It was really bizarre. I was going to say, that kind of surprises me. He, I thought he it was been... always like stellar in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and then would suck in Cleveland and Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati, they weren't great, but they were never bad in those years. Like, yeah. Andy Dalton was good, A.J. They, Green. They had a really good stretch. Didn't mm-hmm. they have a year where they went, like, I think they they went like 11-5? I was going to say, yep, 11-5, I think it was. Like they had a solid stretch. I, think I, they, I used to like Dalton back in the day. That's where the Red Rifle was born. <laughs> well, in other exciting news, your boy's a free agent. I'm open to, you know, all job opportunities in the coming months. Really need people to subscribe, you know? Yes, yes. Get, get, get some income coming here. Get some income. We're going to need it badly. But the funniest part about that is some people at work occasionally listen. So, oh. Troy. You, you want to know who listens? Al McKindles. You know who else listens? Who? Davis Mills. Really? Yeah, he's our biggest listener. Hey, that. Davis. We talked about we're, that last episode. Oh, yeah, we did. Come on. Uh, Tyrod's coming back for his job. I like Tyrod. I, I think he's back at practice uh, tomorrow. Might have to pick him up. Did you guys see the trade I did in fantasy? Uh, yeah, you won that. I don't know. I was shocked. Oh my he, God. Look at it again. I was shocked. It, it, he, you got uh, class. You got AB and Zach Moss for Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves and Cole Beasley. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I don't know who did that trade with you, but they're well, dumb. The first one he sent me, it was like a half decent trade. I forget who it was. And then I texted him and I was like, I don't know if I can give up my only other quarterback for just that. Oh, and he's okay. like, well, I'm open to trading like Jerry, Judy, AJ Brown, pretty much anybody but Cooper Cup. So I was like, would you do AB and Zach Moss for that? And he was like, sure. I was like, send him my way. <laughs> That's well, good stuff. Oh, yeah, I was happy about that one. I got to set some waivers for tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Big waiver day in one of my leagues. I do, too. So you know what? I'm not rattled. I'll say that. I don't want to say I called it. Coming off the hot ten and four week, going three and nine, Jaden. And I'm not gonna miss a pick this week. I'm gonna call that. Like I'm actually gonna put it out there. I'm not missing a pick this week. Twelve and zero. I'm going twelve and zero. I don't. I'm not gonna get rattled by that. I told you, don't bet against Jaden. So, so you know what? I'm. I'll go game by game and explain what went wrong. Push. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. We had the push in Denver at Cleveland. That that whole game was atrocious. I actually don't know how Cleveland, you, you know. Well, Cleveland won. was hurt, but yeah. No, no, I don't know how they won. Oh, they won? Yeah, they I won. I don't even remember they? last week. I've been so scrambled yeah, lately. Yeah, Cleveland won by three. Yeah, I was thoroughly impressed. They like played a really good mm-hmm. game. Um, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Defense forgot how to tackle. It was one of the worst tackling performances of all time. And then also Jamar Chase, God. best rookie but also, wide receiver of all time. What's his name? Uzama. CJ Uzama. 
Dude, I, Uzama I can get fucked. I picked him up on Damn. fantasy that week on a whim. Two yeah, and I played you, and I played him in another nuts. league. It, it was so fucking stupid. I played two people <laughs> playing CJ Uzama. And he, I think he had like three catches, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. You know what? Sam Darnold, I'll say it, bottom three quarterback in the NFL. He should never start another game. He sucks. Agreed. Uh, Washington, you, you know what? That was a bolder call by me, I feel like. Packers were healthy at the time. Um, well, healthy-ish, I guess. They almost covered. Take the almost, I guess. I, I should get mm. a half pick for that. We'll give you a half a point. <laughs> uh, three Casey three and a half Tennessee. and seven. Here's this. what I have to say about KC at Tennessee. I called it earlier in the year. The wheels might be falling off. But didn't you pick them in that game? I, I did. <laughs> I think I picked them every week since I said that. <laughs> because, like, Mahomes is too good for this to be happening. We know this guy's, like, not falling in Kansas City, but it really feels like it. I heard, well, yeah, keep going, and we'll talk about what went wrong in your other games. Uh, Atlanta, Miami, I actually don't know what happened in that Atlanta, game. Atlanta only won by two. They only won so by that two. was a push, right? Yeah. No, no was it was two and a half. And a half. So, um, Atlanta won on a last-second field goal. We, we all nailed New England. Oh, my gosh. Or Jets at New England. Easiest pick of my life. Yeah, that was easy-peasy. Uh, see, I was on the Rams. Don't doubt Jared Goff. That's what I'm learning. Hey. And this week, I will learn from my lessons. How could you not predict that there is going to be an onside kick on the first <laughs> kick and two fake punts? Okay, I just want to say for that game, before you finish, Dan Campbell lost them that game. He, I, I liked how he was going for random shit and all that mm. fake punts, going for it every fourth down he could. But if they would have kicked that field goal instead of going for it right at the end of the game, I think they would have won the game. It is possible. Potentially. I, I don't know. I feel like it was just like he was going up against the Rams. He's like, I mean, we're not winning this game anyways, but we might as well just do a whole bunch of dumb shit and just hope that it all works. Well, like they, it seemed like they were trying to start a rivalry, like just piss <laughs> off Sean McVay to no end. And, you know, next time they play, McVay's going to whip up his Super Bowl playbook. That, it, that'll happen. I got Vegas versus Philly right. Uh I got Chicago wrong. You know what? <laughs> just gotta, you just got to admit it. When you're you know what? I didn't expect Fields to turn the ball over five times. Fields, come on, man. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it was tough. It, it's kind of funny. Um, Lamar's rookie year, right off the bat, he got that criticism for not being able to throw. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's had a game in his career with more than three turnovers. Like five? That That's just horrendous. That's hard to do. It, it's time to start... Like, talking shit about Fields. He hasn't shown anything yet. I agree. He has, like, two good throws a game, maybe. Mm -hmm. I want to see a good drive. I don't think we've gotten that. And the team as a whole around him, not great, not bad. Mm -hmm. Like, he still has Allen Robinson. Before this year, he has, like, better weapons than, like, Lamar had ever had. Then, mm -hmm. not Herbert. Who's another? Like, Josh Allen pre-digs. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'd argue that they're even close still. Because Mooney and Robinson's probably better than Diggs and... No offense to Beasley. Cole Beasley. I mean, I don't know. I like Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel San Sanders too, yeah. Gabriel Davis. Uh, Houston at Arizona. Don't need to talk about that. San Francisco. See, this is my mistake. I keep trusting Kyle Shanahan. And you keep going against Carson Wentz. I do. <laughs> I, I do. See, that was a tough spot for me. That's like a rock and a hard place. Yeah. I hate them both. But right now, I hate Shanahan more. Those are very good reasons. He's not on the hot seat, but I think he should be. It's it's a fair argument. He has a losing record as the 49ers head coach. I didn't know that. Wait, actually? Yeah, I think they're I only, that bad. I think his only I think season, only season over, 500. over 500 is the Super Bowl year. Oh, wow. Like, they have been bad under him. And I just think he thinks he's smarter than he is. <laughs> and so, then Gino, New Orleans, Seattle. Nobody expected a shit show of a game like that. True. You, you know, if there's going to be... Exceptional if there's going to be 23 combined points in the game. Yeah, a five-point spread is probably not getting covered. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. That's so, a so I didn't do that bad. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm saying. You know what? Stuff didn't work out. If we count the push, you get four, right? That's true. I'm prepared to not miss a single pick this week. Oh my gosh! All right. Do you have anything to add to that, Malcolm? Um, I think the only thing that which we already touched on was just. Kansas City. I was talking with Jaden. I, the way they're playing right now, I don't even know if they're a true playoff team. Oh yeah, then pick, then pick the Giants. You pick the Giants, Howard? dude. No, <laughs> if if you can't beat the Giants by ten, then you're definitely not a playoff team. But they're at home too on Monday night. Yeah. But we're not starting there. 
Okay, here's my thing. I haven't even told you all this yet. I had three parlays going last week. Mm-hmm. I'll start with the first one. It was Jameis Winston over a touchdown, Geno Smith over a touchdown. Just one touchdown, right? Got them both. Got them nice. both. That, that's a slam dunk. Right. So I bet $2.50 and the payout was eighty-seven fifty. What? My dumbass didn't realize. I don't even know if you guys know this. A passing touchdown doesn't count in that. Oh. <laughs> So, oh. When I saw that and it said 87, I said, this is going to be the easiest of money I've ever made in my life. Damn. And then for like two hours after the game, I just kept refreshing their page, <laughs> waiting for the money to come in. Then I had to Google it and it was like, doesn't count. Second, I had a parlay with, I forget who it was now. The Panthers were in there. I had Panthers to win. I think I had Packers to win, like covering all that. Um, Raiders and somebody else. They all did it, right? Except the Panthers shit the best uh, against the Giants with nobody. And so bad they lost. It's not like it was a close game. Like, they, they lost bad. It, it was at halftime. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were at the winery. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, checked halftime scores. And then, like, towards the end of the game, we're like, wait, wait, what happened in New York? <laughs> it was terrible. And I was so confident in that game. That was the one I was most confident in. Because I also was considering doing the Patriots-Jets. I was oh, like, mm. yeah. I'm more confident in the Panthers. And then, and then my last one, the last parlay, it was just, it was all the big spreads. So I took Rams. I was like, I'm just going to go take all, <laughs> took Rams, took the Bucks, took who's other big spread, Carolina? Arizona. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. I meant to say Cardinals. Yeah. Um, um, and then the night game that Packers week. Big. Who's the night game? Indy, San Francisco. Yeah. And then I took Indy. So I hit them all except the Lions. Yeah. You shouldn't bet against them. So I should have had like 200 bucks in winnings over this weekend. <laughs> and I needed it because I got fired. <laughs> All right. It was like our longest intro ever. And I enjoyed it so much. Uh, that was it a was good, good good recap. That just means we'll know. have to. Did we say like what our records were? I went six and six. Nine and three, I believe. Yeah. Mm. A good week. All together. 500, I think. Now, now we got COVID talk for Thursday night. Yeah. All right. What's the... Jaden, you handle spreads this week. I don't have. Um, so we've got Arizona at home against Green Bay, favored by six. Green Bay is going to be down Devonta Adams, down Alan Lazard. I'm going to guess MVS won't be activated off IR yet, so we're rolling in there. Alan Lazard's out. out now. Yeah, Lazard's oh, out. He's unvaccinated, gosh. and he was a close contact. Oh, and it all started with Joe Barry. Yep. Do we know if he's vaccinated? Joe Barry's vaccinated. Okay. Because I think the Packers coaching staff is 100 percent vaccinated. Okay. Well, uh, so bad luck with Lazard. And that's just a shame because this was shaping up to be one of the games of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, due to the circumstances, I will be rolling Arizona minus six. I'm also with Arizona. I really want to take the Packers here. This is the spot to take the Packers. Like, if I was a betting man, I would bet Packers plus six. Actually, no, I would I just take the Packers money line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay Cardinals here because it's a home game and obviously... The whole team got, got COVID. But if anybody's going to like somehow challenge this, Rodgers would oh, yeah. be the it, one to do it. If you're like going to bet on this game in real life, you should just go money line. Like, mm-hmm. Don't bother with the six points because um, if the Packers win, you know they'll win comfortably, I think. I, I could see Arizona just coming out and having a stinker. It'll be an interesting one. Speaking of stinkers. <laughs> uh, up next, we got Buffalo at my or Miami at Buffalo. And the last one sucked. Buffalo shut them out. 30 nothing, I think. Mm-hmm. So the, that's Buffalo, what really got the wheels moving on the yeah, Buffalo train yeah. this year. So Buffalo is favored by 13 and a half here, and they're home. I, I don't think it's enough. I'm slamming Buffalo. I'll, I'll take Buffalo as well. I'll take the Buffy boys. Yeah. My, Miami is, I think I said last week, the worst team in the league. So they, they can't stay within 14. No shot. Especially in, in Buffalo. Yeah. It's going to be a little cold. High, I think. Yeah, yeah they need to prepare for this. Mm hmm. Uh, so we spent a lot of time talking about Sam Darnold last week, but this week him and the Panthers are taking on Atlanta. Dun, dun, Atlanta's dun. favored by three. I don't know if he'll be starting. Sam Darnold, PJ Walker. Yeah, I think we could get a oh, PJ Walker start, which would be kind of fun. He's in, not good. But in, all, fun. in all fairness, I looked at his stats for that game. Atrocious. Yeah, yeah PJ Walker kind of sucks. I hate to say it, but he was like three for twenty. I think. <laughs> good Lord. He's got a whole week to prepare this time, though. True. That's true. Preparing as the starter is a big deal, but it's not going to be enough. Atlanta's a fine team. Mm-hmm. I, I think they cover here by three. I'm taking Atlanta. 
Matt Ryan's criminally underrated. Give me the Falcons. Up next, we got Malcolm's boys in Detroit taking on Philly. Detroit is three and a half point home underdogs. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I think this is the spot Dan Campbell gets his win at home in Ford Field. You know, Philly's a fine team. I, I like Hurts, but they're susceptible to a Lions loss. I'm taking Detroit. Oh, wow. So I've, I've, I've rode with Detroit most of the year. Yeah, you have. I've also rode with Hurts most of the year. Also true. So it comes down to this. <laughs> it's like the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Detroit has failed me more than Hurts, so give me Hurts. Mm. I'll take the Eagles. Fair enough. I don't think I'm not taking Detroit for the rest of the year, just so everyone knows. <laughs> you got to. They're bound to win one of them. Somebody I will not be taking the rest of the year is Indianapolis. And that includes this spot right here. They're at home taking on Tennessee. They are Ooh. one and a half point underdogs. Close line. That should actually be a fun game. Yeah. The two best running backs in the NFL, head yeah. to head. Sure. Yeah, Wentz and Henry. Um, <laughs> I'm also taking Tennessee here. This is going to be a good matchup, though, just to see um, both these teams are kind of on a little bit of a roll, both like coming coming up, like coming off of good wins and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think Tennessee still pulls away. I'm going with Pat McAfee and the boys give me the Colts. This is a big one for playoffs. Is it actually? Yeah. Are um, they in the same? Yeah, they're in the same division. Um, I mean, Indianapolis is three and four. Tennessee is five and two. But um, the win over Tennessee would be a big deal. For Indy, come playoff time, trying trying to break up those ties. Yeah. Makes sense. Up next, got Houston at home taking on the Rams. They're fourteen and a half point dogs. I wish I knew if Tyrod was going to play. Oh. oh yeah, I think even if he was, I'd still be teetering on this line. So for that reason, I'm just going to go ahead and go Rams. I'm also going Rams. I'm assuming they're upset that they didn't cover last week, and they were kind of you know I mean they won. And they won comfortably, but I don't know how happy they are with that win. They are about as happy as Dan Campbell was when he cried. I'll take the Rams. Good old Tyrod. If he's back, he can shake a lot up. All right, time for a Jamar Chase conversation because he is in New York this week taking on the Jets. Jets are 10.5-point home underdogs. I don't see a way you stop the Bengals' offense. They're good. They're good. Bur- Burrow took a step this year, which is – really wild considering his knee was mm. destroyed it like just blew up on the field last year so to like take a step and be better this year that's wildly impressive uh i'm also with cincinnati this week so i don't want to say i called it but i did pick cincinnati against the ravens last week however i also stated <laughs> i was yeah, gonna say you did that I, with like two I, or, I listened to the episode the episode today with two or three different games you were like I'm gonna pick the pick the points here, but the other team's definitely still gonna win. <laughs> I was I was very confident that the Bengals were gonna give it a good game, so I cannot say I was expecting <laughs> that. But I am expecting that against the Jets. So Jet or er, Bengals by forty. Um, I I think Jamar Chase is locked up rookie of the year. Mm. It would take like an ACL tear this week to. Well, I mean, it's close. It, to the, he's just he's he's gonna tear it whether I say he does or not. It's, it'll take something crazy for him not to win. There's nobody else even in the conversation. It would also take like a Super Bowl run from one of the rookie quarterbacks to. True. But like Trey Lance would have to come in and like average three touchdowns a game from here on out. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> no, that ain't gonna happen. He looked so bad when he was on the field. So bad. And Shanahan has a man crush on Jimmy G for no reason. Uh, well, well attractive. reason. Okay, yeah. fair. Big but, penis, attractive. But you can't overlook his arm. Which sucks. <laughs> True. Fair point. <laughs> he sucks. That, that Monday night game sucked. <laughs> or Sunday night, sorry. No, that's okay. It was it was not a great game to watch. Jimmy G pissed me off. All right. We got Pittsburgh v- visiting Cleveland. Cleveland is three and a half point favorites. Dun, dun, dun. So who who is in and who is out for Cleveland? I think Chubb will be back. Okay. Hunt is on IR. My Chubb's back. <laughs> Uh, tbd on baker okay i doubt baker will play i think baker's out for the year he needs to if his shoulder is really that bad he is going to be playing through some painful shit like he won't even be good and also like if you're the browns right now it's not the best like the Bengals and ravens are both two solid teams this year as well so like if baker's playing he's gonna have to compete like 
really hard. They're going to have to win a lot of games to even make the playoffs, I think. If he were to push the surgery till the offseason, I think it's going to be a pretty bad surgery. So would he even be ready for next year? I, I'm always for just getting surgery done yeah. with. Why? If it's going to happen at some point, just do it. Like he played, he already tried to play through the injury and he made it worse. So why? Like, I feel like that's the whole point of playing through injury. It's like, I don't think they make the playoffs this year, though. Both these teams are so bad right now. Yeah. So I'm going Pittsburgh. uh, I'll say it. I am going Cleveland just because I I think Pittsburgh sucks, honestly. Give me Pittsburgh. Yeah. I I just like taking the points in a game between two bad teams. Speaking of two bad teams, (laughs) (laughs) the transitions this week. I like the seconds it took between the transition. San Francisco is in Chicago this weekend, and they are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm smashing that all day. You're smashing Not San even. Francisco? Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm smashing right. that like porn star Jimmy smashed whatever her name was. Mia Khalifa or whatever her name is. I'm on Chicago. As am I. Yeah, we just talked about how bad Justin Fields was. <laughs> I know, I know the, the 49ers suck. He sucks. But Justin Fields has to suck way worse than the 49ers suck. Uh, this is an ideological thing on my part. I will <laughs> never pick Kyle Shanahan again. <laughs> I hate okay, him. Respect. I respect I that. I hate him. <laughs> I respect that. So much. I wish Trey Lance was playing so we could just have like the garbage bowl here. It would make it more interesting. I think I just want Chicago and Fields to see it better so it's more interesting when we go and watch them play later this year. I don't want to watch I, I think the Ravens are going to fuck him up. I don't want to watch that. Sometimes, I want to. <laughs> I want to watch a 67-yard field goal from Tucker. <laughs> Sometimes if you watch those kind of games, but you watch them for like comedic purposes, True. it makes it fun. This is a noon kickoff, too. We're over here in the central time zone. You know, 49ers might be a little sleepy. So, I don't know. Give me Chicago. Gross all around. I'd feel gross whatever way I go with. Oh, we should go to that game. I bet tickets are dirt cheap. <laughs> Probably twenty bucks. We'd pay more to like get there. Yeah. On the <laughs> yeah. Speaking of garbage bowls, hey, well, no, if, no offense. If Russ was there, different conversation. If Russ was there, this might be my lock of the week. But we've got Jacksonville and Seattle. Seattle's three and a half mm-hmm. point favorites. Oh, I said wow. I have a Geno stat. You guys oh, hear it? Of course. Yes. So he, that 84-yard touchdown to um, DK, was that his first pass of the game? Might have been close. Okay. I, I think it might have been his first completion at least. Mm-hmm. After that, on his next 21 attempts, he had 83 total yards. Nice. After that 84-yard reception by DK, which was no offense to Gino, but that was mostly DK. And a horrible play by the defender. Yeah. yeah. Atrocious. Um. So for that reason, I'm taking the Jags. Mm. Urban gets his first win in the U.S. <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> um, I'm taking Seattle. I'm with Malcolm. You know, Pete Carroll is also has had some slummy coaching stuff in his past. He's not letting Urban Meyer get his first dub in the U.S. I did see a little off talk, but I did see a very uh, funny TikTok that was like people like keep on doing like the couples costumes. And someone said that they're trying to convince their girlfriend to wear their Urban Meyer in. The girlfriend is the girl from the bar. Come on, that's fucked up. Now that's the best costume idea I've ever heard of. What are you going for Halloween as, Malcolm? This would be a good time to talk about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going as a sunflower. I got a I got a green morph suit and green shorts and a little sunflower hood. And you're gonna bumblebee to pollinate you. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Well, that's what they do. Jaden, what about you? I'm gonna be. I think I. Left my monkey costume in Green Bay, unfortunately. That's a I'm staple. I'm kind of upset about it. Um, I think I'm going to have to be Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got a Taylor Swift costume. So Hey, that wouldn't be bad. So we're rolling with Taylor. RFP to the monkey. We should have worn him for this episode. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's a good idea. Episode, we, we can record a short <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> short episode on Saturday. <laughs> when we're all, after we've all drank. <laughs> Get some like bold predictions. No, just like while people are here, just start to set up mm-hmm. and just start recording. When we there's like 150 audience. people over there, oh, we could do our first live podcast. <laughs> I will be the ice cream scooper from Stranger Things. Nice uh, scoops ahoy. That's like a good it. one. It'll All be right. interesting. Get back in the games. Oh yeah. So we've got New England going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Chargers are five and a half point favorites. Do you guys remember the last time they played? Remind me. It was the worst game of Herbert's career. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it was so bad. So um, was the can I find the score of it? It was the typical. I'm assuming it was against Herbert as a rookie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was 45 oh to zero. God, it was an absolute beatdown. The <laughs> worst game of Herbert's career. I actually think it was a turning point for the Chargers. Um, because from that point on, Herbert was a lot better. But yeah, he had two picks that game. Wait, hold on. Newton only threw for 70 yards in that game. Well, Malcolm, oh, 69. 69. Yeah, come on. Don't be oh, generous. <laughs> Um, the the last matchup was bad. So do wow. we think it changes here? I say it does. I'm taking the Chargers. Yes, I'm gonna roll Chargers too. If I had to make a bold pick, I'd actually say we get the opposite outcome of the last game. You think it's gonna be 45 to zero Chargers yeah. this I, time? Yes, I think we get mm-hmm. a big 40 point win from LA. But Justin Herbert only has 69 passing yards. Mm-hmm. A lot happens on the ground that game. Right, big I, I, got, I, got, I got Eckler. Oh, big yeah. Eckler game. <laughs> big Eckler day. Are, are we all going LA? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm debating that as my lock of the week. I really like that matchup. Uh, we just saw this boy take on Green Bay, Taylor Heineke. Good quarterback. Team. Um, I was very upset about his rushing touchdown. I got ruled a touchdown. I don't think it should have been a touchdown. So I was taking him on a fantasy. Okay, let's just cover this now. This is something that's been on my mind. I wanted to dive into it. Roughing the passer has to go. Oh, my God. It is horrendous. Was that? Or they've got to fix it. There was another. It, I don't know if you all saw in the Saint, Saints-Seahawks game. The guy had, like, Winston wrapped up. But the other guy came in, and, I mean, he went for a big hit on him. But it's football. And Winston ducked his head down. So it was, like, helmet-to-helmet contact. That's so dumb. And well, that's- I feel like you can't be a passer if you're already being tackled. Yeah. Well, like, that's also another discussion of the guys who put their head down. When they're about to get tackled mm-hmm. and then get hit in the head. What game did we see that happen in where they uh, actually called it on the offensive player? I think player? it was the Raiders game. I, I think so, actually. Yeah. yeah, it was Ruggs. Yeah, Ruggs like, put his head down. His body was like, his oh, torso yeah. was like parallel to the ground. And he got called for unnecessary roughness or whatever. Yeah, they called unnecessary roughness. It's already hard enough to play defense in the NFL. You know, it doesn't get harder than playing cornerback. And then you make it 10 times harder by making every single rule favor the offense. I'm all for safety and stuff, but like some of these rough in the passer calls aren't mm-hmm. safety. Yeah. It's I'm, just dumb. I'm so over it. Especially when, if you hit the quarterback, like if you actually tackle the quarterback late mm-hmm. after he's thrown, I get it. But if you swipe, swipe at the ball and hit him in the helmet, the man's got a helmet on. Yeah. He's Let's not pretend. What was the one that uh, we were watching where like the quarterback ran like Pat, like he was a runner with the ball and got hit and they called like a penalty on it because he was the quarterback that yeah remember what game that was but like that just doesn't make any sense like the quarterback took himself out of the pocket and decided to run with it Mm -hmm. and then got hit badly and they threw a penalty on it because he was the quarterback yes and i think regardless of who you are if you leave the pocket you're just a normal football player agreed and with the taylor heineke thing to get back on that he it was a touchdown or it wasn't? Like when he kind of dove at the it goal line? Was, they ruled it a touchdown. Because. Didn't he slide? Yeah, but he, it was like an awkward slide. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we want to go by the rules, he gave himself up. So he can't move the ball on the ground. Yeah. But just, but that's just because he's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So why not just have everybody, okay. If you, if you fall on the ground and you haven't been touched yet, it's a, still a live ball. Are, are sure. you allowed to like fake, like not fully fake slide, but make it look like you're ready to go mm-hmm. into a slide? Sam Darnold actually did that yeah. on like a 70-yard touchdown run. And, and that's an issue. Yeah. That's a good point. Because, you, you know, that's not fair to the defense. Because mm-hmm. if you're sliding, they're going to get penalized for hitting you. Mm-hmm. So you pull out that fake slide. They got to do everything in their control, put themselves at risk for like unnatural body movements to not touch you. You know, it's just... That's a good point. NFL fix some shit. Yeah, so what we're trying to say is Spencer's looking for a new job. He could be... <laughs> Hey, I could be like the NFL rules analysis. I'm, I'll be graduating with a degree in marketing, so oh, yeah. I'm good at that. You know, you'll be that that guy on like the broadcast. They're like, let's bring in so and so from New York to make this call. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then I also just I got employee of the month, my first month at this last job I had. So I'm a you know I'm a good worker. Things just didn't work out. <laughs> What's the next game? <laughs> oh, we're still in Washington. Yeah, we got, oh, yeah, we, we we got wildly off track. <laughs> okay. Um, well, Washington's in Denver. You know, lots of bad workers in Denver. Like Big Fangio. I fucking hate him. Hmm. Still on that. Uh, so Washington's three-point underdogs. Okay. What are you taking? <laughs> I'll take Washington. I'll say it. 
I don't like either side. Oh, I'm easily the Broncos. Really? Okay. No, not not at all. I don't know who to take, so I'm taking Broncos. Okay. But not easily. This feels grubby to just like make a pick between either of them. Yeah, they both suck. Because these are two of the most exciting, non-exciting quarterbacks in the league. True. Um, I actually wish we'd get a Drew Locke appearance. He's so bad. He's so bad. I don't know. I don't Teddy, know. Teddy was looking rough against Cleveland that first half. There's a lot of bad teams in the NFL right now. <laughs> That's strange. I don't like that. I don't I'm know. Not upstairs I right know. now. I'm like expecting a package, but oh, well. just delivered. Would no, they, it could have been. Would they ring the doorbell? They, they ring the yeah. doorbell. Yeah, he needs to get fired because that's creepy. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Yeah, we can get packages delivered all the way up till eight p.m. I know. I've also haven't liked that. So d- delivering packages. <laughs> Tom Brady delivered, I think, five last week. Okay, against Chicago. Okay, to the touch to the end zone. Tom Brady, we we got to talk about the ball incident real quick. That was hilarious. Have you heard what this man has got? He got a lot, yeah. but people are still ripping on him. I know. So I said this in my one of my group chats. Anybody ripping on this guy is a loser. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because what do you? If what are you going to do? If Sip, he keeps yeah. the ball, then you're going to be mad at him, right? Yeah, right. Th- Tom Brady yeah. probably thinks he's an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, it, so let's like say I'm in this guy's shoes. Someday Lamar throws his 600th touchdown. Stop mm-hmm. happening. Except I will say the commentators were hilarious when it happened because yeah. the guy was Wasn't like, it "Oh, Romo? yeah, yeah." It was Romo because the guy at first we only thought he got a jersey, mm-hmm. yeah. and Romo was just, "That's a horrible deal. <laughs> That's a terrible deal." Which is true, but since it's come out that he's got a Bitcoin, yep, he got Bitcoin. He got oh, one Bitcoin, Bitcoin from Brady. from oh, Brady. Hell yeah! So automatically, that's like thirty nine thousand dollars. I'm no, giving anybody a ball not, for 39. Not worth it. Are you kidding me? He has season tickets for the rest of the year plus next year. Oh my god. That alone's worth a ball. He got signed jerseys from Brady and I think Mike Fournette Evans. and yeah, Mike Evans maybe Evans. not Fournette. And then he got game cleats from then, Evans yeah. too. Like what the hell? Cuz Evans gave the ball away. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The only thing I would have changed if I were him, I would have asked to spend a weekend at Tom Brady's house. I would have taken a lot less to give that ball up. Yeah, I would have taken a jersey. Yeah, yeah. Like these people talking about the 500k he could have made auctioning it. You're a loser. You know, yeah. not, not everything's about making as much money as you can. You know, mm-hmm. you're a fan. Let, let's say Brady was his favorite quarterback ever. You're not going to be a fucking dick to him. Yeah, and he got so much more than, mm-hmm. like value wise, in my opinion. Yeah, t- Tom Brady but. probably thinks he's cool. Mm-hmm. They might be friends for like the rest of their lives. Maybe Crazy. he gets a picture of Brady every game he goes to now. Crazy. Maybe he gets the jock strap Tom Brady wears every game. <laughs> With that being said, sign me up. What's the spread on this week? Uh, they're in New Orleans. They're five point favorites. Is it just me or does that seem like low? That Super seems low. So low. Dude, so we're slamming Tampa. New slamming. Orleans, New Orleans can cover against the Seahawks. Like, mm-hmm. No, like Geno Smith and the Seahawks, they're not doing anything to Tampa Bay. I think this will be a beatdown, and you know what? I bet you Brady's still mad because outside of that playoff game, they got dominated by New Orleans mm-hmm. last yeah. year. So also, Brady's probably pissed. I didn't realize Tom Brady was having as good of a year as he's ha- oh, is yeah, having. Yeah, he's almost at twenty three hundred passing yards and twenty one touchdowns. Tw- the twenty one touchdowns is absurd. Like how he's MVP. Yeah, I mean, so right easy. now. And literally no one's talking about him. I'd go him or Henry right now. Yeah. I mean, I would personally rather see like a running back win it. But still, Tom Brady might be having the best career year he's ever had. Yeah. Does he still just have one pick? He has three he picks has three, now. Okay. But, I mean, obviously a he's trash. <laughs> Wait, never mind. <laughs> but 67% completion, 21 touchdowns, three picks, well, 108 rating. Derrick Henry has one passing touchdown and zero interceptions. <laughs> what the hell was going on last week? That made me so mad. All right, we'll move on. Uh, uh, we got Dallas and Minnesota coming off buys, I think. Uh, yeah, Minnesota so. for sure. Dallas for yeah. sure. Okay, okay. So uh, both teams fresh off a buy. Dallas is in Minnesota, and they are two and a half point favorites. Another Minnesota. one that's suspiciously close. Yeah. So to me, I see this, and I see Dallas as argue. You could argue close to a top five team for sure, a top ten team, and mm-hmm. Minnesota is still pretty middle of the road to me. So I'm going to take Dallas. Makes sense. I'll probably go with Dallas for that same reason. However, 
You never know what Kirk Cousins is going to do. He could come out and have 450 passing yards. It's primetime Kirk. Oh, Sunday night. Give me, give me the boys. <laughs> give me the boys. I, I would have probably taken the Cowboys minus seven and seven here. True. Yeah. Like, they're a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diggs, Diggs interception. Diggs pick six. That's yeah. the real question. I, I'm starting to get nervous for him. Like, yeah. if I were him, I'd start getting really nervous. Like, oh, am I not going to get a pick today? Are they just going to stop throwing at me? I think he's been nervous about that since week yeah. one. Yeah, but he's going to have to start, like, tr- trading jerseys with his teammates so they don't know who it is. If if no one throws to him, then his uh, yards allowed stat goes down more. That's so. true. And then he could have the best year a corner's ever had. So, could be interesting. All right, we got our last one here. Monday night. Thrilling Monday night game here. New York it actually kind of is. <laughs> no, it could be kind of fun. Um, consi- well, Mahomes might not play. He's got a concussion. Dude, that was scary, too. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. I, apparently, I didn't see the video. It looked like he almost died. You guys haven't seen the video? No, I haven't seen the video. This where's, man, where's live reaction. This man was dead. Was a hundred percent dead. Like worse? Yeah, worse than the Adams one. Like, and you could. <laughs> we don't want. We don't mean to get political around here. <laughs> Stacey Abrams on the screen. <laughs> so. It doesn't look bad when it first happens. He's not moving. Okay, it looks bad. <laughs> but when they zoom in on his eyes, why did they? Okay, why have they been doing that? I know he's literally. We saw the same thing with Adams. They just zoomed in on his eyes, not opened on the field. And he got he didn't have a concussion, so I think it was like a neck injury. That's not a good. Well, <laughs> but he's literally being carried off. Of, this is nasty. It's so nasty. Oh, I don't like that low tackle. Oh. Oh, yeah. That like his like head that. was pointing the wrong way. Oh. It was so far backwards. Was it a fumble? Oh, called? that's a good question. Actually, I don't even know what they called. Anyways, they lost the ball. True. That, that did not look good. But yeah, when I heard he was like kind of ruled, apparently he Andy Reid just took him out of the game. He didn't have a concussion. So that might be even worse okay. than actually having a concussion. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, TBD and if he plays, I guess. Regard, eh. I, I can't regardless. say regardless. Yeah, not regardless. I'm gonna expect him to play. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Kansas City. Give me the Giants here. Danny Danny Dimes on Monday Night Football is something magical. Should we make Jaden on an island? Do it. Put me on an island. Leave um, me alone with Kansas City to just like die <laughs> against okay. the Giants. Against the Giants, he'll be the only one. <laughs> Let's I, go. I, I will not be making an appearance next week if. You know, Kansas City. Well, you're not, not. Actually, you're not. Yeah, yeah I might not. I might actually not be out here next week. Well, surgery. we're doing it live from the hospital. Actually, oh, perfect. we haven't told Jaden that yet. Yeah, come in the OR with me. Yeah. When they get him on the morphine, takes and the morphine gets going. <laughs> the, surgeon, just, the surgeon just going and goes. You guys are really taking the Giants plus <laughs> ten last week. Oh shit! That was his meniscus. Um, I mean, maybe we can record Monday night. <laughs> no, there's no pressure on that. That's fine. No, I'll be back the next week. Yeah, we tear ACLs and we only miss a week. Come on, you. Yeah, come on, pussies. Who else tore their ACL? <laughs> Marcus Peters, get back out there. <laughs> yeah, you can list like how many guys from the race? Yeah, a lot. The whole team. Dobbins, oh. Gus, LJ Fort. LJ Fort would have been their starting inside linebacker because Queen sucks. Mm. Queen is actually bad. Well, he's played good the last two weeks, but. I agree. Also, we were drinking wine the whole time. Oh, yeah. Dude, I always forget that part. Cocktail of the week. Not really a cocktail, but it's wine. What kind of wine is it, Malcolm? It's cranberry wine from, oh, a, wine, from a winery about 40 minutes from here. Hold up. Is it in Verona? No, it's in Breaking Trembolo. News? Trembolo. Oh, we, we didn't make our locks yet. Oh, shit. All right. Detroit plus three and a half. That's my lock. Damn. Giants. Oh my god. Giants. <laughs> Give it to me. Now I can't even go with a normal team. <laughs> Give it to me. You guys suck. Um, you got- Give me Jacksonville. No, you gotta. Oh, okay. Hey, fair enough. I was gonna say you gotta go Jets over Bengals. We got some wild locks here. I would go Jets if kind of want to, just for my <laughs> man Joe. I don't know if he'll be starting. He's gotta start over Mike White. I feel like he has to. Starts. I don't think Morgan's starting. <laughs> offense to the young man all right well you heard it here first joe flacco taking down the Bengals. he's elite you know another week goes by and we get another crazy week of college football the game of the week penn state illinois nine overtimes nine overtimes and the under still hit 
Nine overtimes. The final score was 2018. Nine overtimes. For those of you that don't know, if you hit the third overtime, it automatically just turns into two-point conversions. So you just get the ball at the three-yard line, one play, you get it or you don't. That happened six times. For the first five times, no one got it. Neither team could even get three yards. Then in the eighth overtime, both teams got it. Ninth overtime, Illinois got it. Penn State did not, meaning Penn State lost at home to Illinois, which is just insane. Penn State was an interesting team. You know, they've beaten some good teams, they've, but they've not looked great. So now Penn State's, they dropped to 20. They're over Coastal Carolina was the best looking, probably mid-major school we have out there. I don't know if you consider Cincinnati mid-major. But Coastal Carolina lost to App State 30-27. to Cincinnati played Navy. Cincinnati, of course, is the second-ranked team in the country. Now, Navy is an interesting, an interesting team. Cincinnati won the game 27-20, to which is not necessarily what you want to see out of Cincinnati. So that game wasn't the best game we've seen, we've seen Cincinnati play. But, hey, they handled business. Oklahoma played Kansas. And boy, did Oklahoma struggle. I believe at halftime, the game was tied. No, no, no. Halftime, Oklahoma hadn't even scored by halftime. Kansas was up 10-0 to at halftime. Now, third quarter, fourth quarter, Sooners hung 35 on them. Kansas couldn't keep up. Kansas is 1-6, though. You're telling me an 8-0 Oklahoma team. Granted, they won. Couldn't even score a point in the first half against a 1-6 Kansas team. That's bad. And that's my main concern about Oklahoma, and I've been saying it all along. They're going to lose one of these upcoming games. Bet on it. Another funny game. Wake Forest. Army. Wake Forest is actually ranked 13th in the country. Kind of surprising. Army, on the other hand, I saw probably a top three tweet I've ever seen in my life. And it was a quote tweet to the, the score, 70 to 56. Wake Forest won 70 to 56. So it was a quote tweet to that and said, $800 billion defense budget and you give up 70 points. Fantastic. Peak, peak comedy right there that I think everyone can agree with. Clemson lost to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is seventh ranked te- 17th ranked team. So not a bad loss for Clemson, but obviously when you're Clemson and you've been in the blue blood the last couple of years, that's a bad loss. Now, Pittsburgh is interesting because of a player by the name of Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was th- 25 of 39 for 302 yards and two touchdowns. Now, Kenny Pickett is slowly but surely turning into into a broke man's Joey Burrow. You know, he's not too flashy athletically. He doesn't have the biggest arm. But boy, is he putting together a solid, solid year. I'm going to look up his stats real quick. The way he's playing this year and how consistent he's been with kind of a subpar Pittsburgh team. They're not bad. They're not good. He's working his way into consideration for being a first-round draft pick, and that is no joke. He has a 68.9 completion percentage, 69. He's the kid, Kenny Pickett, 2,236 yards for an average of almost 10, 23 touchdowns, but the kicker here is one interception. He just has not been making mistakes at all. 70% completion rate, one interception for a QBR that is good for 88.1. Now, I don't know if any teams are going to reach on him in the first round, but if he were to fall in the second, or maybe even third round. I know we're super far out. I'm just talking hypotheticals here. If I was a team, I would snatch them up so fast. It's insane. So no, I mean, not a shocker there that they beat Clemson, but still a great win for him. Mississippi held their own against LSU. Of course, Ed Orgeron, fall from grace. He's out. Mississippi's looking great. That's another quarterback that I really like for the upcoming draft, Matt Corral. Oregon, UCLA. Now, Oregon's been an interesting team because, of course, they beat Ohio State. They played UCLA. Oregon's the seventh-ranked team in the country, and they won by three. UCLA is not that great this year. They're five and three. Oregon should uh, have dominated that game. And when you only win by three, that worries me. I do think Oregon probably loses another game. Uh, Another upset we had this week, which I was very happy to see. Oklahoma State was top 10, I believe. They are now ranked 15th. Iowa State started top 10, was unranked. Oklahoma State went to Iowa State. Iowa State came out with a dub. Great to see. Shout out to Cyclones. I love me some Iowa State. And then, you know, Oklahoma State, I have been on record saying I did not think they were, I thought they were overranked because they really haven't played that many, that many tough opponents. I can try to pull up their schedule. 
they let's see what we got we got Oregon State, Oklahoma State, Missouri State, Tulsa, Boise State, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas. That's not that great. The only ranked team they played in there was Baylor and they won at home. So that's good. But other than that, no. They have not been great. So I was glad to see they finally lost, got bumped down to where they deserved. Tennessee, Alabama. Interesting game. Going into the second quarter, I know it was only second quarter. One quarter is kind of fluky. Texas was actually up 14-7. Going into halftime, they were only down a touchdown. So it was 21-14, Alabama at half. And then, boy, did Alabama just blow them out of the water the second half, which is kind of expected, but we would have expected that the whole game. So Alabama, at the end of the day, took care of business, didn't look that great. Ohio State took care of business against Indiana. Texas A&M took care of business against South Carolina. Really, that wasn't, you know, too many, too many crazy games there. We'll go over the kind of the updating, updated rankings. So Georgia remains one. Cincinnati remains two. Alabama moves up to three. Oklahoma falls down to four, which I really like. I think Alabama's the better team. Sorry about that. So I would actually have Oklahoma probably five here after what I've seen. I would have, I would have Georgia, Cincinnati, Alabama, Ohio State. And then, you know, yeah, Michigan, Oregon, Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss, Notre Dame. Kentucky actually moves up three spots. They're one of the biggest. Now, Oregon also moved up three spots. Oregon moved up to seven, which told me a one-loss Oregon team who almost just lost to UCLA should be above Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss, Notre Dame, even Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky's one loss is better than Oregon's one loss. So, I don't think Kentucky's a better team, but in the rankings, it's kind of like, I would have Oregon more around 10, and probably have Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss above all of them. The biggest droppers of the week was, of course, Oklahoma State. They dropped 7, so they went from 8 in the country to 15. Penn State dropped 13th after losing to Illinois. Huge drop. Can't say it wasn't deserved, but that's a big fall. They fall all the way down to 20 from 7, 13 spots. The last big mover of the week, Coastal Carolina. That was a bummer to see. I was hoping they were going to stay undefeated, finish top 10. They slide all the way to 24 from 14. So no, I can't say there's a ton of crazy. Let's see. So we'll end on the game transitioning to our Wisconsin segment here. The Wisconsin boys. Finally, 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 we beat a top 25 ranked team. The Wisconsin Badgers played the Purdue Boilermakers. Now, Purdue was kind of, I mean, they were ranked when we played them, but I'm not saying they're a great top 25 team. Anyways, Wisconsin went to Purdue. Purdue was ranked 25. Wisconsin won 30-13. Wisconsin just handled business. It was just a good old-fashioned thumping from Wisconsin. You know, we ran the ball. Ches Malusi, 27 carries for 149 yards, which is good for five and a half a carry and one touchdown. Braylon Allen, the 17-year-old sensation, squats more than Saquon Barkley, just a mammoth of a human being. 12 carries, 140 yards. That's good for 11.7 yards, a carry, and two touchdowns. So right there, I mean, you can see that Wisconsin just took care of business, just did what they had to do. It was The game was never really in question. Wisconsin's offense pretty much just shut down Purdue. Purdue's quarterback, who had been playing good all year, had a touchdown, but threw three interceptions, and I think we forced a, a handful of fumbles too. So I think they might have had five turnovers altogether. So Wisconsin's defense, once again, we actually have, that's all a cool stat. I think, I think it's the PFF either linebacker ratings or inside linebacker rankings. Wisconsin has two of the top three. Leo Chanel's number one. Jack Sanborn's number three. George's middle linebacker is number two. So I know it doesn't look like it because Wisconsin struggled all year, but Wisconsin does in fact have statistically the second best defense in college football. And we have the players for it. We just, and that just shows you how bad our offense has been. Talking about how how bad our offense has been. We won this game with completing five passes. We won this game with throwing eight passes. We won this game with Graham Mertz going five of eight for 52 yards. Now, that is just horrendous. As I said, I think I said this last episode, if Wisconsin wants to be serious and beat anybody, Graham Mertz has has to have, we need a balance. And I don't care if we're a a run-heavy offense. We need 60% run, 40% passing, if we want to be a serious team. Graham Mertz needs 30 attempts a game. Malusi, give him 23 carries. Braylon Allen, give him 15 carries. You got to target Danny Davis eight times. You got to target Ferguson eight times. You got to target Pryor six times. Dyke, four times. 
others. I, I mean, it just makes no sense to me how we're just content with going out there and running like 82 times and passing four times. It drives me insane. Now we can get away with it against teams like Purdue, and maybe that was the game plan. But how will Graham Mertz or any of our quarterbacks ever get better, ever succeed if we're throwing the ball eight times? That just proves to me, and I know it was. I know the ground game was working, but we still would have had Braylon Allen and Malusi combined for 40 carries and over 350 yards. That's insane. But why not give the four carries from Scheibert, the two carries to the others, that would have been at least 15 pass attempts. You know, maybe 30 is a stretch, but I would like to see it. That's the only way we're going to compete with other teams. Like when we play Iowa this weekend, might go downhill rather fast. So it was good to see Wisconsin win, but it was against us. By Wisconsin Sanders, yeah, I'll say it. It was against a subpar team. You know, we should not struggle with Purdue, and we didn't. So I, I wish we could have said that against other teams we played this year because Wisconsin's, how you want schedules lined up is you want to play all the big dogs first. Wisconsin's four of their first five opponents were ranked in the top 15. So if we somehow would have got through that, four and one, five and oh, which I honestly thought we were going to, the only team that we have left on our schedule is Iowa. Like why, I know I've harped on it far too long, far too long. This was just the year. This was the year. In other Wisconsin news, we, more players are transferring. Caden Lyles is transferring. He's our backup center. We did gain a transfer from Michigan State, their cornerback, Kalon Jervin. So that's exciting. Uh, we're in the race for a 2023 running back, Kaleeb Hicks. So that's exciting. Today, as I'm recording this, Wisconsin actually plays in volleyball against Nebraska, which, you know, I love Wisconsin volleyball, but I also love Lexi's son because she's gorgeous. So watching that match, I guess. Um, I'm excited for that. Portland Trailblazers play tonight. Haven't looked that great. Trying to think of anything else. This is kind of an interesting Wisconsin thing. Georgia Savitka, or whatever her name is, she's kind of, she's a foreign Wisconsin volleyball player. She tore her ACL three weeks ago, and she's still playing this season. And I don't know how or why. I don't know if she's just wearing a big-ass brace for that thing, or if she's one of the rare Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr., I don't know if a lot of you all know this, but he actually tore his ACL senior high school but he had to so maybe she's one of those rare rare instances where she does have two acls so she doesn't she just tore it and it was like "Mm, that's all right i got a backup one so yeah that might wrap it up you know i'll say next week next week i'm shooting to do a deep dive and cover a bunch of college football realignment conferences realigning there's there's conference usa who my good friend Hallie Shelton plays for. She plays volleyball for Western Kentucky. We've talked about her on the show before. Of course, Western Kentucky is a part of Conference USA. And I believe eight teams now from that conference has decided to join another conference. Some are going to the AAC. Some are going to the Sun Belt, I believe. So I just want to, I'll probably just take next episode to do a deep dive into how I think what the Power Five conferences should do and what these mid-majors should do that are all kind of getting screwed over. Because... I'll end, on, I'll end by saying this episode. The college football is getting ruined by trying to go to a professional format. What college football needs to do is stick regional, and then you can, have, you can still have your playoffs be national, have your conferences be regional, play all the people in your region, and then a couple you know, non-conference games, maybe against one against a regional mid-major school, and then one against like a big shot other power five conference school that would just make a ton of sense for me i think it would keep it fun i think it would prevent college football from turning into professional football and ruining it for people who enjoy it like me i know not everyone feels like that but i just personally hope i never see never see it turn into just one major major league like the nfl as always be a friend tell a friend subscribe on youtube go follow us on all the social medias, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're everywhere. Let's get it jumping on Wisconsin.